Should I start reading these guys? Why don't you start reading those guys? We call them <laughs> words. words. <laughs> and sentences. All right. When Sister Bear was very little, she was afraid of many things. She was afraid of bugs. She was afraid of birds. She was afraid of big dogs. She was afraid of thunder and lightning. But the thing she was most afraid of was spooky shadows. Thunder and lightning! <laughs> so, here's... I, this is a wild tangent, but every time that you say, like, thunder, lightning, and you don't, like, edit it in, it reminds me of this professionally recorded local radio ad where he was like they were supposed to edit in thunder and lightning but instead they just left him in saying thunder lightning crash that's scarier though <laughs> like honestly awful. okay okay you're at home alone <laughs> it's the middle of the night what is scarier hearing thunder and lightning or suddenly hearing someone say thunder lightning <laughs> i i think it'd be really funny if like one night just like to prove that we're all in a simulation or something stupid, a programmer editing them saying "crash thunder lightning" into the sound skies that don't exist. Into this, into the, like the, the <laughs> giant, into what like the giant speakers in the sky? <laughs> yeah, yeah, into the. I don't know. <laughs> is this is this where you reveal that you actually think you're in a Truman show? <laughs> yes, this is. Um, my other podcast is a hoax, and <laughs> <laughs> it's all anyway. a setup. <laughs> I have everyone fooled. Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and this week we are continuing. Uh, well, okay, so last week it wasn't a continuing. Okay, we are back with another spooky book. We we had a spooky book. Then I did a podcast episode about a baby chipmunk, which decidedly wasn't spooky, except to the degree that like the baby chipmunk's life was put in danger by the bear family. Not a very educational episode. Now we are back with another spooky book. How spooky is it? It has the word spooky in the title. In fact, I believe <laughs> that this is the Berenstain's favorite word to signify that something might be scary to children. The word spooky. It's a wonderful world. It's, it, well, it's a wonderful world. It's also a wonderful word, spooky. Uh, we are looking at 1992's Cub Club book, The Berenstain Bears and the Spooky Shadows. And to join me, on this episode, I have brought back one of a pair. So you you heard him with his podcasting partner, but now his podcasting partner is out of town. And so it is just him. And I can talk around his name as much as I want to, <laughs> because that would be hilarious if I never actually said his name. But I am going to say his name. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> please welcome back to the show, the spookiest man of all. From Stranger Still, Nick Wood. Hello, Nick. Hello. How are you? How's it going? Good. Welcome back. I'm glad to be here. I'm I'm always itching to talk about Berenstain Bears. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. Your episode was the one that we had to record twice? Yes, it was yes. Uh, Media Madness, if I remember correctly. And it was literally Media Madness trying to get that episode up. Oh, man, that was a haunted episode in and of itself, no let alone kidding. this one. I'm, I'm, scared of, uh, I'm scared of internet connections going down. I am spooked of that, too. <laughs> <laughs> So the Berenstain Bears and the Spooky Shadows. This is part of the Cub Club series, which included books like the Berenstain Bears on Time and the Berenstain Bears and the Piggy. Like it's just a book about things, but 
<laughs> this well, is every ca- book is about things, I it, think. It, okay. It is. <laughs> as opposed to it being about being, I don't know, inside, outside, upside, or down, or a true. an old okay. hat and okay. a new hat. Yes. This is this has a, a bit of a story to it. Uh-huh. But it's more about a theme. Uh, and that theme is... Spooky shadows. Spooky shadows and being scared of things you don't have to necessarily be afraid of. Mm-hmm. Now, my question for you, Nick, yes. is when you were a child, were you a child who was afraid of many things? Um, I don't think so. I had a lot of things working against me. I've talked about this in the past, but I've, I watched a lot of horror things when I was way too young. Yeah. I remember when I was like four-ish four to six i watched like the twilight zone movie i watched psycho within that time frame wow i watched the shining at like third grade um goodness (laughs) so i wasn't like i was afraid of things Uh but i wasn't like afraid of shadows okay i was afraid of um I, i was afraid of the dark at one point i think i got over that but i was more afraid of like um getting older and then kicking a can and then that turns me into a young child again. <laughs> that was the kinds of things I was afraid of. <laughs> I, lo- I love how that's from the from the Twilight Zone movie, that's the scariest segment you could think of. Like, let's see, what what's the scary part it's of the Twilight Zone? Is it where is it where Dan Aykroyd pulls his own face? Nope. It was that kick Absolutely the not. can sequence. I don't know why, but when I was a kid that scared me. And that really? was like Yeah, and and um there's a lot of uh, pareidolia when I was a kid. I would stare at my, especially after watching Twilight Zone, I distinctly remember like, um, and actually now that I think about it, Who Framed Roger Rabbit at the end with um, Judge Doom. Yeah. He, like, I would close my eyes and I would see like skulls and that terrified me. And I'd look up at my ceiling and I would find patterns of skulls. And that's what scared me the most as a kid, I think. So this you sh- this book could have been the Berenstain Bears and the spooky ceiling. <laughs> yeah, and you would have been like too too real. It's too and the real. Spooky pareidolia. Yeah. <laughs> That's a book they should have done. Absolutely. Where like where but we're instead of seeing like spooky monsters in the shadows, sister was seeing like the face of her savior in like her mashed potatoes. <laughs> seeing demons in the wallpaper. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh I I definitely was a child. I was oh like afraid of not like every I wasn't like piglet, but I definitely <laughs> had a lot of anxieties and fears. I was definitely afraid of the dark when I was little. Um, mm-hmm. I was never afraid of sha- like I would actually read about characters in books being afraid of their own shadow, quote unquote, and not understand like what that meant. Yeah. But uh, but I that- definitely was was not a brave child, and I certainly <laughs> wouldn't. I know I, I've actually told this on other podcasts, but. To me, the notion of a scary movie was the scariest thing of all. Mm-hmm. And when my parents or my sister would watch a scary movie downstairs, they would say, like, okay, we're going to watch a scary movie, Philip. Go upstairs and stay in your room. <laughs> and it was so bad that I thought, in my mind, if I saw even one second of a scary movie, like mm-hmm. like all the scary movie was to me was a – an endless barrage of horrific imagery and sounds Yeah, like that's you probably just sat in front of the TV and just the most terrifying <laughs> things in the world just flashed at your eyes for an hour and a half. 
Yeah. So like uh, the scene in Clockwork Orange. He's yes, exactly. Pride open and, <laughs> <laughs> and so I wouldn't even I wouldn't even open my bedroom door when they were watching a scary movie because I knew I would see or hear something that would just break my mind. And mm. so in a way, I guess I was a little bit like Sister Bear in that. A little bit, yeah. I was a little the the prisoner of my own own fears. <laughs> yeah, you were. Um... You were scared of the idea of something. Yes. That is normal. That is normal, which I guess scary movies are. They're totally yeah. normal. Totally, totally normal. So as you are my guest, please yes. tell us what The Berenstain Bears and The Spooky Shadows is about. Well, it, it it's about uh, Sister Bear's fear, um, as we discussed at the very beginning, of, of many things. Um, and she she grew out of all those fears, but there's one thing that remains, and that is she's afraid of spooky shadows. And um, Brother Bear teases her about it. He's kind of a jerk. Um, Mama Bear is pretty consoling about it. Papa Bear is kind of in, in the middle. He's like, just grow up. Um, <laughs> right. But eventually, Brother Bear teases her so much that, that Papa Bear gets this brilliant idea, and I do think it's a good idea. Um he, he kind of walks her through like all the things that she's not afraid of. But then uh, late one night, um, he, he takes a flashlight and starts making shadow puppets. Yeah. And let's see, he makes a bird. He makes a rabbit, a goose, and a dog. And she, she starts to love shadows because she realizes that she can do goofy things with them. Um, which as a kid, it's always fun to, to learn about shadow puppets. Um, Mm -hmm. so I can definitely relate to that aspect of it. Um, but then sister bear kind of becomes the villain. (laughs) Um, she, she learns the skills of the art of, of shadow puppets and starts making them in front of brother bear. And in a Shyamalan-esque twist, she starts using the (laughs) shadows to scare brother bear. (laughs) And we, we close out with, um, sister bear teasing him by making, the uh, the shadow puppets and Brother Bear not being able to sleep because of the scary shadows. Because of the scary shadows. Or the spooky shadows, we Sorry, yes, say. the spooky shadows. Spooky shadows, scaredy bears is yes. how it works. Uh, scaredy bear, scaredy bear. That's the song he teases her with. And then she turns around and teases him back with... Uh, uh, spooky shadows. Oh, no, that's him saying it. What does she say? Scaredy bear, scaredy bear, scared of... Silly shadow bird. Mm-hmm. Boy. She's such a... I did not expect it to take this turn. To turn around on him like that. I, well, <laughs> I mean, initially, as I was reading it, I thought it'd be like, um, hey, there's scary things in our world, but face face them and, and turn them around like a Daniel Tiger kind of moral. But then it, it closes out on this really weird note of... Weaponize um, them. <laughs> weaponizing your, your previous fears. Yep. <laughs> turn so them weird. onto somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is uh, kind of that thing where it's like, in order to overcome this obstacle, you cannot destroy it. You simply have to transfer it to someone else. You have <laughs> yeah. to, like, it follows it onto exactly. another person. Yep, or, or ring ring to it to someone else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that doesn't roll off the tongue as easily as it follows. But Now brother has has seven days to transfer the fear of shadows onto somebody else, or he will, or, or a, a Japanese ghost girl will cr- climb out of the wall shadow and, yep. and kill brother. <laughs> and his nose starts bleeding right. randomly. Um, He's, he starts getting erased from photographs. <laughs> his face is all twisted. What a weird movie that was. God, anyway, I love The Ring. Um, <laughs> it's pretty good, man. 
Um, so I love what I love about this. Okay, so you that that it's exa- I mean, it's a short book. Like that's exactly yeah. what happens. And uh, I do love that <laughs> Brother Bear. This is this is one of those things I want to talk about. Uh, Sister is afraid of shadows. Brother is not afraid of shadows mm-hmm. until they become representative of living creatures. That's what baffled me the most. All of a sudden, they're scary, even though he <laughs> knows Sister is making them. He is uh-huh. now scared of the th- the things that come out of the shadows. Yeah, like because like usually it's a fear of the unknown, right? That right. We're afraid of and. And that's kind of what, like, at the beginning of the book, we see Mama Bear carrying this box of stuff, and it creates this shadow. It looks like a giant praying mantis, and like, oh, God, what is that? I don't know. It's going to eat me. Um, but then this is the fear of the known. Yes. Which, I don't know. It's such a weird note to end on I, I do. book. I just, I love the fact that Brother Bear, okay, I, it, it makes me realize, or it, it makes me wonder about the 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 deeper fears of brother bear mm-hmm. like what is brother really afraid of like what is it about sister creating shadow puppets that brother finds so scary that he begins hmm. to lose sleep over it i need to think about this that's a very deep question yeah that i hadn't put thought to what are your thoughts on it? Um, piecing it together. So it's like the the knowledge that shadows are nothing but the blocking of light. Okay, he knows that. He's That's why he's not afraid of shadows. Uh-huh. Sister Bear gains control over these shadows uh-huh. and uses them to create like active living creatures. Uh-huh. And that is enough to terrify is it the fact that sister has demonstrated a command over the natural elements like a command oh, like a shadow bender yes. <laughs> maybe okay is this a thing is a shadow bender a thing is this something you just made up i just made it up but there is if i remember naruto correctly which was a long time ago there's uh-huh. a there's a person that if you step into their shadow they can take control of you or something okay or if your shadow is touched, I don't remember. Um, but not like in Avatar. No, <laughs> I don't think there's any shadow benders. <laughs> okay, so I look. I just looked up shadow bending. Yeah, uh, it's not a thing in in Avatar. But there's a whole lot about it in the Avatar wiki because it what? looks like someone brought it up. Oh, and then it became like people just sort of took it and ran with it. So I guess there's <laughs> fan fiction now, oh, uh, God. which is the best form of media. Yes, it looks like, it looks like, uh, no. I'm looking at a guide to shadow. Oh, bending. in uh, in 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 the comic, in the Avatar comic, there's a character, I guess, who was able to manipulate shadows. Got it. So there's light benders, which means there has to be shadow right. benders, right? So is Sister now a shadow She's, bender? I think she might be. Well, that's maybe that's what Brother Bear thinks. Right. The only other route that I could go with it is maybe he's afraid of photons. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> he's afraid of science, I guess. Is, um, is this something they're going to have to call in actual factual now to explain to Brother Bear why he shouldn't be afraid of Sister Bear's ability to manipulate photons? That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. So as I was reading this, I also – this sounded really familiar to a plot of – 
couldn't remember, but it sounds really familiar to another Berenstain Bears book. Okay. And I don't know why. And I think that it's, is it the action figures one where they go to the movies and they're like terrified of, she's afraid of the TV show? Yeah, the Berenstain Bears uh, and uh, the Berenstain Bears and then like in the nightmare and the bad dream. The Berenstain Bears and the oh, bad dream. Oh, is that what dream. it is? Yep. And then doesn't that, I totally don't remember this one, but does Brother Bear end up having the bad dreams at the end? Yes, he has bad dreams. First Sister Bear has bad dreams uh-huh. based on the movie, and then Brother has bad dreams about the movie. Okay, so it's not like she's weaponizing them and using them against Brother Bear. She is not weaponizing them. That's the book where we discovered that neither of the children had ever heard of the word nightmare before. <laughs> That's right. Oh, but this is this is uh, the book. One of the books I did a couple of episodes ago, the Berenstain Bears get the scaredies, mm-hmm. does mention briefly that Sister is scared of shadows. So this is. Hmm definitely canonical it's it shows say, it's, there's some continuity here there is definitely continuity going on that sister has this sort of vague fear of physical objects blocking the path of natural <laughs> light it's just in perpetuity she's 20 years old now and she has to have a night light actually but no that'd make things worse that makes it? things worse do you think do you think maybe she she has like um sleep paralysis or something Oh, maybe that's where she like she saw shadow people, and that's where her fear came from. Because oh. as you were going through the beginning, you're like, it it is a phrase like, oh, he's so he's afraid of his own shadow. Like you've heard that phrase before, but I don't think anyone's ever taken it literally. Yeah. Until like now, <laughs> until the spooky shadows. So the fear of shadows, by the way, is called I don't know how to say it, sky or just sci sciophobia. That's better than I would ever do. Is the fear of shadows. It comes from hmm. uh, the Greek word sio, skyo, meaning shadow, and of course, phobia meaning fear. Uh-huh. Um, so it's a thing, and it makes me wonder, like, if you are afraid of shadows, like if you are literally, if you have skyophobia, mm-hmm. is it insulting then? For someone to be like, no, 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 look, I can make shadow puppets. Look, look, it's a duck, it's a bird. Like, is that, that that's not cool. That was a very bold, uh, I don't know what I want to call it, a, a, a bold attempt on, on Papa's fault or part, because I could see that going very badly. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, well, to me, it's more like, well, I'm afraid that I'm afraid of shadows because I'm afraid they might be monsters. And uh-huh. for Papa Bear to be like, no, 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 look. Not only are they scary, I can make them move. I know. She's like, oh, no. So two or I guess three out of the four animals that he represents are like animals that people have big fears about. Like a lot of people are very afraid of goose or geese. People are afraid of geese. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are afraid of, of birds, things to like Alfred Hitchcock. And like my daughter is deathly afraid of dogs. So if I started making dogs on the wall that are 10 feet tall. Yep. Um, I think I would traumatize my daughter. I don't think it would go the way it went here. <laughs> I, I think it's very much the case. Uh, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that when you're making shadow puppets, you're kind of limited to like animals that have something of a snout or a beak. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're uh... – well, one thing I like is that the Berenstains did their very best to draw these shadow puppets as if they were being made by the strange claws of the bears. They did a very good job. Yeah. And I don't – I don't know that like how they do them here is how I would do them with my hands, but you're right. You'd have to do it like that if you were a bear. The weirdest thing about this, though, 
the weirdest thing about this is for only I believe it's page 24. Oh no, I'm I'm wrong. Well, the it looks like Papa's bear's hands go back and forth between having four fingers and five fingers. I think they do. Like I can't I've never actually stopped to Sister Bear definitely has three fingers and a thumb on most of these pages. Papa has three fingers and a thumb. But then in some of these pictures, Papa def like on page twenty four, Papa definitely has four fingers and a thumb. Yeah, what the heck? And then later on, they have three fingers and a thumb. There's some weird inconsistencies going on here. You'd think they would catch that. And then there's another page up top. I can't see the page number, but Papa Bear has four fingers again and a thumb. Yep. And then Sammy has three fingers. Mama has four fingers and a thumb. But Sister definitely has three fingers and a thumb in all these pictures. Oh, boy. And so uh, do you, when you're a cub, do you grow your next finger at a certain age? Like, is that... Is this what is happening? Are we learning well, something about bear physiology? Like, if we get if you go to the very last page, brother bear has three fingers and a thumb, or four fingers and a thumb. But his you little know, finger is like all weird and atrophied. That's true. Maybe it's it's currently in the process of, of growing. growing in. I was gonna say it, it's probably like a prestige situation where there's two papa bears and they're twins, and one of them <laughs> had one of their fingers cut off, but the other one hadn't cut his finger off yet. We're learning some deep dark <laughs> things about the Cub Club series. <laughs> This, I know. Is, this is the continuity. This is the, the David Lynchian two papa continuity. <laughs> are they twins or are they two sides of the same person? Maybe. <laughs> this is the lost this is the lost highway of bear books. The spooky shadows turns out at the end you find out that we are all simply living in a spooky shadow. We are the spooky shadows. Right. The spooky shadow is inside us all. <laughs> uh, we also learned that Sister Bear is afraid of big dogs, even though within the continuity of these books they have a dog like although little, oh. little lady isn't being mentioned at this time like well she uh, outgrew those fears right oh that's right she did outgrow the fear of big dog and it is a fear yeah. of big dogs i guess and that's different than just dogs it's true that's what my my daughter is struggling with right now she yeah. loves my parents like 15 pound dog but is terrified of the black lab oh and my the black lab gets really jealous because she doesn't get any pets but oh I know. I do love the the spooky shaped tree picture. Uh, oh, when she's she's no longer afraid of spooky trees. Yeah, I love um, how it's like. I I would be a little concerned if I lived near a tree that looked just like it looks like an ant, like for yes. real, like some Lord of the Rings stuff going on. Except it is reaching out to grab. It has it has arms and hands. God, that would yeah, that would even scare me. You kidding right. me? Right. I'd like, be like, which which Blair Witch is commanding the forest and trying to scoop me up? Yeah, it does. It looks like Todd McFarlane's Blair <laughs> Witch action figure. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's this horrifying thing. It has a mouth. Like, it, the, there's no way a tree naturally grew like this. No, no, unless it's severely rotted from the inside. Right, which and, is possible, but... and has eyes and a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's also a spider here with like big googly eyes. Is that a? Is that a like? Is it? A, is that what spiders look like? Oh, in Bear Country? Yeah. Uh, I guess. I guess this, this is your rare Bear Country two-eyed spider. Weird. Uh, yeah, because uh, Sister Bear. We always know in, in these books that Sister Bear loves wildlife. Like that's kind of her deal. <laughs> I do think it's funny that they say that she was afraid of birds because we have clearly seen Sister like palling around with the birds <laughs> all throughout these books. So yeah. Uh, I do like that she ended up scaring the spider away, even though the spider isn't doing anything. Like the spider mm. is just like, oh, I'm gonna hang out on this on this log. 
I'm glad that she scared it away instead of smushing it, though, because they take care of some insect problems. Well, yeah, and also it has a friendly face. That would have been horrifying <laughs> in a Baron's <laughs> Name Bears book. If they were like, and she killed it. Yeah, she's just got spider on her hand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so far we have learned that uh, Brother Bear is afraid that Sister is a shadow vendor. Uh <laughs> That uh, that Papa Bear is actually twins. That bears grow additional fingers as they get older, and that uh, you shouldn't kill spiders because they might be. Oh, and that the Berenstain Bear family actually has a, a living tree entity just outside their house. Yes. Overall, though, like this book is it's quaint and cute, and I kind of liked it, despite all the things we're saying about it. <laughs> what are your What are your final thoughts on the Berenstain Bears and the spooky shadows? There's definitely some oddities to it. Um, like I know I didn't, I read this to my daughter last night and I didn't spend too much time looking at the art, but now I'm like looking at page 11 and Papa Bear's arm is way too short. Uh-huh. Like now his arm looks atrophied. Um, so there's, there's some oddities within the art here. Um, but I, I, I did think it was very cute and I don't know what my daughter's reaction was to it cause she's only two. Oh yeah. But, um, <laughs> I, I I I liked it. I think that it's uh, something that I I would definitely read down the road to her. I like it too. Uh, it's it's a, it's a Cub Club book, so the drawings are uh, they're a little simpler, but there's still some very nice drawings, especially all the cool shadows they create. Uh-huh. Uh, they do a good job at at really making it look like bears are creating these shadows but it's I, I think it's fun i think shadow puppets are a fun thing to teach a child oh yeah uh and, and like whether they're afraid of shadows or not it's just this it's a neat thing to uh to have in your back pocket i have fond memories of trying to like make shadow puppets on my garage at like halloween and stuff uh-huh. so shadow puppets i think are are a fun part of everyone's childhood i think it's something we can all relate to yeah when i was a kid i used to I used to have a book that I would check out from my elementary school library about shadow puppets, like how to make like hand shadow puppets. Were you like me and you're like, oh, man, I'm going to learn all these cool techniques and then you could never do them? I could never do them. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is really difficult. I'm uh, looking at some right now online and I'm like, no, nope, I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, it takes a lot of. Well, shadow puppets are weird because it's all about like not just like getting your hands in the right position, but also like angling that light. That's the hardest part. Uh, but if you're interested in buying uh, the spooky shadows, it is w- way out of print. Um, <laughs> the only way you can pick up a copy, I mean, but there's plenty. I will say there's plenty of used copies out there uh, for just a few bucks. It goes. It seems to be going for about four dollars used uh, in hardback. So if you're interested in picking up a copy of the spooky shadows, uh, just it, it, you can find used copies uh, wherever you find used books just don't pay more than a few dollars for it because there's a lot of copies out there yeah um but i think it's a fine addition to a to a children's bookshelf there is nothing erroneous there's nothing uh there's nothing that's going to kill a baby chipmunk in this book <laughs> so uh that's my recommendation you don't have to start talking about existential crises and four-year-olds nope. just yet <laughs> so nick please tell my listeners where they can find you and just a little bit about where you uh, are coming from as far as a podcast goes. Sure thing. Um, there's a couple places you can find me. Uh, I do a show that's kind of science-y, sometimes not, um, that I do with John Began. As, as Phil said, he was on the show before. Um, we're, we're skeptics on many things, but then we also just kind of talk about cool science stuff every once in a while. We're in the middle of October month where we uh, are exploring spooky stuff. Mm-hmm. So we've we've talked about, what did we talk about? 
Um, we talked about sleep paralysis, which is why I brought that up because I, it's on my mind right now. Yep. Um, we've talked about where like the history of Halloween, and then uh, we just well, I guess I just had Phil on, and we talked about serial killers. And yes, it was a wonderful time. Um, so that's that podcast, and then there's one I do called Limited Cell that I do with my dad. And we review old Hanna-Barbera cartoons. It is um, a delight. <laughs> thank you. It's a lot of fun um, just to hang out with my dad and uh, share the, the the 30 years between us worth of cartoons <laughs> and the, the perspectives between them. Um, and uh, go listen to that. That's, it, it is very fun. And you, are, and you will be surprised, listeners, at just how many Hanna-Barbera cartoons have existed over the years. <laughs> We're not even halfway through, and we've been nope. doing this for a year. Oh. So. <laughs> it's fun. And eventually we'll get to the Berenstain Bears cartoon. That is correct. That is like correct. In two years from now. <laughs> wow. We'll get well, there. Nick, thank you so much for being on the show again. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Of everyone else, you can find me at berenstainbearcast.wordpress.com. You can find me on Twitter at bstainbearcast or go to uh, www.patreon.com forward slash deep in bear country and throw a couple bucks my way if you are so inclined. I would appreciate it. So, uh, again, a big round of applause for Nick here. I've never, okay, again, I've never done this for a guest before. I don't know. I'm having trouble exiting this episode, so we're going to add a little round of applause. And for everyone else out there, I will see you all next time deep in bear country. <laughs>